and we are so happy to have you for another fun-filled episode. How are you? I am making it do what it do. I am also making it do what it do. Like, it's just been um, one of those weeks, you know, it's always like that when you come back from a three-day weekend. You just feel a bit, like, thankful that it's a short week, but I don't know if you feel discombobulated, but I do. Oh my God, I had so much work when I came back. Like, I had so much work. My head was on fire. Um, Like, the whole first half of work, I felt like I was just going to explode. I had a headache. Um, But then I'd be forgetting about... When I leave work, I really be forgetting. That's why, like, sometimes I don't complain about my work today because I really just... My brain just shut off. And I'm like, that didn't happen. But it did. (laughs) Um, I remember my head was flaming and I had so much work to do. Um, yeah, but, uh, I did feel, I kind of did feel discombobulated because I ran out of groceries and I went over my budget and I'm just like, fuck. So, yeah. I understand. I also went over my budget. I don't know who the fuck I think I am. I don't days. even know how that happened, but also I wasn't paying attention. I was excited because i didn't i was fine for the last week but then i messed up so this week i'm like i can't do that me i said the same thing i was like i'm not about to punish myself because i did have fun um while going over my budget i had a blast um a lot of great memories but i'm like i really do gotta start moving differently um especially as i'm heading into the summer because i feel like i spend so much money on ordering i want to be able to spend money on other things like vacations and like i do spend a lot of money on ordering and clothes and like i just want to get better at that so that i can have um i want to just prioritize spending money on traveling more yeah and i'm so good with packing my breakfast and my lunch um but i need to get better with cooking my dinner but i like that's when i get like so tired but i'm about to just be like have my leftovers from lunch for dinner like it's it's coming to that point yeah i'm i'm just i am going to do better period i'm not going to be hard on myself but i will be doing better and that's just where i'm at i'm working on it um but Let's get into the Fade 4, shall we? Yes, sir. This week's Fade 4 is what four movies would we like to be remade? This is inspired by The Little Mermaid. So, yes, last week's Fade 4 um, was also inspired by uh, The Little Mermaid. Also, y'all, go check out last week's episode. We were having some uploading issues, so you may have missed it. But we did record last week, so go check that out, too. But last we week's did. episode was inspired by The Little Mermaid. And, you know, this is the beauty of doing what we want. We wanted to make this week's Fade 4 also inspired. Like, you know, since it was a... Um, remake um, of an original Disney movie and live action. We were like, let's let's think about what else we would like to be remade. Like, what else? So, my list coming in hot. I would love to see a Powerpuff Girls movie. Um, for me, live action um, Powerpuff Girls movie. I would definitely like to do the casting, and I feel like it should be preteens and not adults. Mm-hmm. Um, because I remember they were trying to redo some. They were trying to make a Powerpuff Girl movie, and it was adults. But I feel like it should be preteens. Um, I feel like that would be really cool. Yeah, because kids to me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be as invested. Yeah, no, but I think it should definitely be like some preteens, like kicking butt, and it should be a nice PG movie, like you know, still with the action and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I feel like that would be fun to watch. Um, my next one is dun, 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 dun. what happened to my notepad? Oh, so justice for the Bratz movie. So I've never mm-hmm. seen the Bratz movie, the live action one. I refuse to watch it. And somebody that's a doll collector had a good theory about it. Their theory was the movie was already in production and it had no working title. And that's when, yeah, it had no working title. Um, 
no characters. The movie just was in production. And so that's when they tried to market it as the Bratz movie. I could see that. I did see the movie. I could definitely see that. But I, I was younger to watch and I it. never got how it was related to Bratz. I hated it so bad because I like, I'm like, they don't look anything. The girl who plays Sasha, though, she could pass for a Bratz style. She could. But I'm just like, seriously, like, I was so mad when a movie came out when I was a kid. Um, yeah, I'm cracking up. It came out in 2007. I really was like, no, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so justice for that. Like, with the fashion, they didn't even have the fashion. They didn't. They didn't, most, which was a huge miss. That's a huge miss. They didn't have makeup on. And I know there was teen girls, but I'm like, you know, like, it was nothing was exaggerating, like, exaggerated like it was just so bad i feel like they didn't get any of the girls personalities like also i'm looking at the the poster for it. it's a great fun for kids and parents to like like what does that have to do with brats it said yasmin chloe sasha jay's friendship and fashion come to life what <laughs> like what does that have to do with anything and the Bratz movies are so good. Like, I love the Bratz movies. To this day, they're so funny. If you've never seen a Bratz movie, please watch it. They are so good. Like, the animated ones. The third one, oh my god, this would be so freaking cool to see live action. Pepper Ann. Oh my god. Oh so my cool. god. I'm thinking about the colors. Like, the character's hair. Like, oh my god. The clothes. Like, that would be so cool to see with real people. The recreation of the theme song. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Who do you think should do the theme song? I think SZA. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. I'm thinking Doja Cat. Oh, my God. That's better. That's or perfect. Willow Smith. True. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Doja Cat. Oh, hold on. Hold on. It could be all three. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would I feel like that would be cool with all three. But like Maybe you Rico know how, nasty. You know how some people um so in movies like okay, you know how in a Mulan movie they had the reflection show sung by one lady, but then the end credit it was Christina Aguilera. Yeah. It could be like that. Like I feel like SZA could probably do the credits one. That would be amazing. And also like I just keep thinking about Rico Nasty's voice doing it. Yeah, she would, even though I'm like kind of cool off of her um, because she only hires makeup artists that steals from people. But that's another story um, for oh. another time. But anyway, yeah. but she does have definitely the cool voice for that. But I know Doja Cat, I feel like she would get so into it. Yes. And take it so far. Same with Willow Smith, because Willow Smith has kind of been getting into that kind of sound. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I know why you like it. Because I feel like she definitely would go overboard too. No one's cooler than Pepper Ann. But my yeah, thing is also, I think she would be cool, but like, can she have fun? Yeah, I feel like Doja Cat would be like, the music video would be crazy. I feel like. If it were uh, if they were trying to do like an indie spin on Pepper Ann, maybe Willow Smith should be involved. Yeah, because I feel like she'd be so like she don't play. Like she, she, she not be, playing. I feel like tears be coming down her eyes when she she'd be, singing. be very serious. So I feel like that that's spiritual. Be Do- yeah, I feel like that'd be Doja realm and SZA for the end credits because a lot of SZA music is about being like an awkward like girl and not feeling like so I feel like she would definitely like nail it in that way. I do feel like Doja Cat would take it there with no direction. I feel like in one take they're like (laughs) we're done. (laughs) Just like that we've got what we needed thank you it's a wrap like close let's close up shop. Yeah I think so too. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that would be. Come on, now I'm excited about this, and, and I hate when we're done talking about things, and I realize we just made it all up. I know, right? <laughs> because I just could see it in my head, like how cool it would look, like a I really just, cool, fun redhead to play her. I feel like there are so many cool kids on TikTok that would be able to play Pepper Ann. Yeah, and honestly, sorry, but I think she should be white passing. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, because that hair. <laughs> 
please let him be white. I'm tired of this uh feedback. Like I just my new thing is like the little mermaid don't count, but I'm ready for just just keep him white and make us some new characters. Yeah. That's all I got to say. <laughs> um, and then the last one. This is another justice for this movie. Mulan. I was so disappointed and Mulan so my favorite my three favorite Disney princesses are also my Uber driver was very nice going to the movie but she was like I was like yeah Ariel is one of my favorite Disney princesses and she's like I never saw her as a princess I'm like she's literally princess Ariel king her dad is king Triton a king gives birth to a what a princess a king is married to a what a queen right I was like, but I just was like, um, smile, like smile or not, like you don't want to sound crazy because you already look crazy, but um, <laughs> yeah, she's Princess Ariel, literally. But anyway, Mulan. When I tell y'all that shit was terrible, we was talking the whole movie, and my dad tried to make it fun, like he put it on a projector outside. <laughs> we had the fire, like the fire pit going. We had snacks. Well, let me tell you, we was on the phone, our phones the whole time, talking about stuff. We turned it off. No, we didn't turn it off. We muted it for a while. It just was so bad. And they took, that was such a shit move on Disney's end, taking the music out. That's all because I, I was going to say, why take music out of one of the best Disney soundtracks? So I think Disney good. learned a lesson that day. I think they definitely <laughs> learned a lesson that day. If you look at it, every live action movie minus Cruella I believe minus Cruella has been um like music Beauty and the Beast Aladdin Little Mermaid like they have not been playing since then but I'm just like I hate oh even the Lion King that that super realistic look I hated it like I hate when they try to go too realistic (laughs) this is supposed to be fun this is for kids yeah it's definitely that's why I think well, we'll get into it because we got to talk about the little mermaid. But yes, the that that shit was realistic as hell. Um, <laughs> Lion King. Um, but um, yeah, what was I about to say? They definitely shouldn't have taken the music out of Mulan. Like that is one of my favorite. Oh, I'm oh my god, me all Trey. So my favorite Disney princesses are Ariel, Pocahontas, and Mulan. And I was just, like, so excited. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, but I felt like I lost. Like, I definitely took a big L. Because I'm like, this don't even seem like my favorite Disney princess. It was too serious. And I feel like, like, just, like it needs to be, they need to do it again. Like, y'all need to do it again with the music. Um, I don't care if you throw in some bonus songs. Like, who gives a shit? Um, like, it just need, it was not fun at all. It was so serious. And I'm like, this is for kids? Like, I couldn't even grasp how serious it was. I'm like, all right, we get it. She going to war. Her dad's sick. But I'm like, damn, can't get a little jokey joke in there. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, yeah. So, major L. Like, because that soundtrack is everything. I had almost every song from that soundtrack on my MySpace at one point. Somehow I'll make a man out of you I my was man looking forward right my man said boy was i a fool in school for cutting gym that's hilarious <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> that is so funny like what <laughs> i hate to sound like that one guy at a, a corporation huge miss, huge miss. <laughs> it was such a huge miss like I loved it. I I loved it. And like I don't know if there's any plans to do like a live action Pocahontas. Um yeah. But that yeah cuz that is a little dicey like you know because growing I didn't know um when I was younger and I have become so emotionally attached to that character. Um so she's my favorite princess but i didn't know like the backstory as a kid obviously i didn't really honestly know really until like i was in college i would say yeah um but yeah so i don't know if they would redo that but i'm like if y'all have any plan please don't take the music out never in your life don't do that that is so crazy i was just looking at the credits like uh okay yeah that movie was silent as hell it was just like huh she's getting her ass beat that's the funny part 
Sorry, y'all. I was looking at um the fact that Miss Pat, the Miss Pat show, got renewed for season two. That's why, why you it was this? a lag in my response. Why are you looking at that one too? Where are you getting the information from? How did that come to you, Savvy? <laughs> oh my God, y'all is just something else. <laughs> All right. So on my list first is Hey Arnold, because like. I want to see real kids play take on these characters. Oh, that would be. I'm thinking about. <laughs> please don't make a kid with a football head. Please. I, I want to address that. No, <laughs> we don't need to do that. We don't need to make the nobody's head abnormal. That's a shape. good one, Iman. We would get the picture. I would. I feel like the kids need a modern day. Like here we go. Here we go. Like we need that. We need. That's the diversity and inclusion that we actually want. That's normal. It's in the city. They can make it take place in New York. And Arnold was always woke. So it's like an opportunity for him to like take part in like taking down like a capitalist of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> and know? also I I love how it was like different cultures of people. That's another thing like I want to get into when we talk about the Little Mermaid. But I like how it was just very diverse and like all the characters like fucking Dino Spumoni <laughs> um, <laughs> Big Bob Rhonda yeah like I would that's a good that is a good one to be live you, you want you said live action right yes indeed that would like be a good actual one. real kids as Gerald and like you could do so many cool things with Gerald's hair I feel like the styling would be bananas yes like, and like having them look like um, playing off the cartoon, but not having them look like the cartoon. Like you could have Helga Pataki with the thick, dark eyebrows with the blonde hair and a bow, but like more of a modern, like pink and white outfit. So yeah. Um, if anybody starts that project, I really feel like I should be part of it. I have some really solid ideas and yeah, like let me be part of it. Um, next on my list is Moana Lord. So oh, recently, yes. I've been on TikTok and I've been looking at videos of Hawaii and Lord, it's just such, I feel like when I see videos of Hawaii, I smell it. Like, I feel like I can smell the water, the greenery, the fruit, the, like, I just feel like I can smell it. Like, I never really have experienced this type of like, just, I can smell the place through a video. It just is such a beautiful, like simply like breathtaking, like Island with so many like diverse, just like regions, like not all islands look the same or have the same vibe. I think when we were, when I was younger, I was just like, Oh, Hawaii is Honolulu. But you start to realize there's so many different places. Mm -hmm. So I'll say all that to say, like, if you were to do a live action movie, the elements of like the water and like the, the, it just would be gorgeous. It would be beautiful to see that a lot of the, that movie took place on the sea too. Mm -hmm. I like that. I love when movies take place in the water, like, uh, the Life of Pi, like The Little Mermaid, like Pirates of the Caribbean. So I am always interested in how people can make like water like come to life and greenery. It just would be really, really nice. And also like The Little Mermaid just did a really great job of like the making the water like almost, you almost want to get in it yourself. Yes, and that's yes. what I think Moana would be able to do. And now on the flip side, I think Frozen should also have a live action movie because you could have a lot of fun with snow and ice. Yes, and well. I wanted to see the Frozen on it was on Broadway. Um, if that's coming back anywhere, I would love to see that. Um, yeah, because I've seen, I've already seen them as like real people, and the Frozen Broadway was so they looked great. We so gotta good. have a Frozen live action movie. We have got to have really a Frozen do. live action movie simply because, um, like, Frozen is one of Disney's most popular movies. It mm -hmm. is. It had. It took the world by storm. And like me and Sabrina tell you all the time, we didn't get it at first, but when I, when I saw it, I got it immediately. It's a really great story. It's very original. The music was nice. It's about sisterhood and love. So if they're trying to tackle the most popular movies, I know Frozen is newer, whereas a lot of the movies they've remade so far have been at least 20 years old. Mm -hmm. But I think that like um, Frozen, is it's just got to come at some point. And I'd be really excited to see who would play them. And again, keep, keep the characters white. 
Like, there's no reason to go swim. I'm cracking up because I on don't Broadway, think that the, they can handle that. Because on Broadway, there are black. There's a black girl who plays young Elsa. Like they mix them up, and it was an Asian girl who played Elsa too. They mix I'm them a, up. Look, just keep them the same. Keep them the same. Uh, Anna and Elsa the same. And if you want to do something like black start creating better black stories and also if there is opportunities that make sense like the little mermaid yeah they do it there she mermaids are not real people i feel like when you think about the fact that anna and elsa's character is related to like that it's like some swedish or um i forget the name of the uh the tribe but Sabri, remember that movie we watched for christmas oh yes um, yes yes Klaus. i forget klaus klaus Remember that little girl who spoke that one language? Yeah. That's supposed, that's like the Swedish, like indigenous group. Um, and that's, I, I, I found out that the frozen, um, the frozen like characters are also supposed to be from that same indigenous group. Yeah. So I feel like if it's attached to something like that, keep it the same. Just, in, you know, just keep it the same. Yeah, I agree. I, cause I, I do know on Broadway they do st- I think that's why they did that for Limerick because on Broadway they do they always do stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, I think I, in Broadway it's less it's going to be less of a staple in time because of yeah. the live show. But when it's like the it's going to be that film once you put out there. And I feel like it. this is going to sound crazy. I'm gonna say I feel like less racist, less less bigot see stuff on Broadway because <laughs> if you think about it. Broadway people think gay automatically. Yeah, so exactly. It's I feel liberal. like, and I'm not saying that it's not big sexy Broadway shows, but I feel like the chances are slimmer than biggest going to the movies. You know what I mean? Because movies is very like heterosexual. Like it could be like, oh, like you know, it's no sexuality. But Broadway, like people are like, oh, that's biggest. Like that's gay. I don't want to see that anyway. <laughs> so I don't care who you cast. And so, I just be feeling like, yeah, the biggest. Um, a lot of them be not uncultured swine too. Exactly. That's another thing. And so they Broadway don't take the time to go cultured. to Broadway. Yes. Broadway is typically for more cultured people. So that's where, you know. Okay, finally, y'all. The Princess Diaries. Okay. I just want a remake, period. I want a remake. I love Anne Hathaway. Like that was my where my love affair with Anne Hathaway began. Like in the Princess Diaries and I love the idea of a normal girl becoming a princess. That's something that I've always enjoyed. It's always, everybody low-key wished that that was their reality. We all low-key wish, if not being a princess, we had just like a secret rich family member that came in and saved and changed our lives. So the movie had, one, uh, a girl who became, a normal girl who became a secret, uh, who became a princess, and two, a bomb makeover. Ugh. I live for a makeover scene, like a makeover Same. where everybody was like, wow, like she's really her. And I, I just want to recreate that. And I think that's an opportunity for somebody to not be white because that character wasn't rooted any to any specific identity. Yeah. Yeah. They like, can definitely mix that up. They can mix that up. Like that could be literally any girl Mm -hmm. who is a princess who comes from royalty because royalty is all different like you know races um and nationalities and ethnicities so it's like you can literally be from anywhere so Mm -hmm. i would like to see that come back obviously with the black girl (laughs) i would love for somebody's like auntie to be from some like maybe not like a wakanda but from like a like i don't know like sudan or Egypt or somewhere in Africa and then they find out they're like oh snaps I'm actually royalty that would be lit I like that especially if that person lived in a city like I think that we never see representations of like like that take place in San Francisco but I mean somewhere more gritty like Philly Mm -hmm. I would love that like there's this girl who's going to school catching the sub catching the trolley and then all of a sudden somebody knock on her door like mamas you are a princess and to see what that would look like in maybe the public school system. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be interesting to me. That would be exciting for me to see. I agree. All right. So that's our fave for it. And we just want to take a moment and give our full love and respect to the queen known as Tina Turner, 
We want to toast and pray for a sis. She has passed on, but like, what a legacy. I feel that in days where I think I'm getting too old or in days where I feel like, uh, you know, I, I like, is it too late? I think about how she rebranded herself in her 40s after being a mother, mm-hmm. after being a, a survivor of really brutal domestic abuse and control mm-hmm. and how she was able to flip and become the woman she dreamed of being. And that like that will forever be an inspiration to me mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love it. Mm-hmm. Love that queen. Rest in peace. All right, so we're going to move on into tea time. Let's get under the sea. Let's talk about The Little Mermaid, which me and Sabria got a chance to go see yesterday together. And like my adrenaline was pumping as I just, it's like we waited so much time. Then we finally got a chance to see it. And I'll just kick us off by saying that after seeing a movie, I understand why it took so much time. Mm-hmm. That movie really energized me and made me excited um, because you could see how everybody worked. You could see the hard work. Like everybody was pulling their weight. Everybody was like trying their best. Um, And it just wasn't like um, Holly was carrying the weight of everything. Like everybody, you could see everybody working together as a team. Um, And that was just so exciting to see. And also, as somebody who grew up watching the car, the um animated one, like I said, that's one of my favorite. When I tell y'all, I've had, I have been playing that. They should have never put Disney Plus on the TV at my job. I had The Little Mermaid on last month, and I played it the um on Friday, and then I came home and I watched it again. I wasn't playing, and I might watch it tonight before I go to bed. But anyway, um. It was just so exciting to see, like, how they made, like, it was almost, like, frame by frame. Like, even the way, like, Ursula's movement, like, that's really how she was in an animated um, movie. And at first, I was scared of Sebastian and Flounder, um, because you got to think I was raised i was born in the 90s so i was using the cartoon so that kind of caught me off guard but after a while it like wore off i'm like whatever like i just was like used to it but it, even though it was live action it still was it had a cartoon element to it as well like yeah. the colors and i'm so happy that we saw first of all you might notice about me one thing about me is i'm obsessed with quality like I always have to have, I always have to watch something in HD or 4K. Like, I am obsessed with the highest yeah. quality that you, whatever quality you got that's the highest, that's what I want. <laughs> and so I got a ticket to watch it in the Dolby Theater. And I feel like that was perfect. Because at first, when I saw clips of it, I was like, oh, the movie is very dark. But the only parts that was dark of the movie is when she was like at the, like, bottom of the sea which i feel like made sense to me because of course it's not going to be light there because it's farther away from the sun yeah and, and also of, ursula was evil. yeah exactly <laughs> so of course that part is going to be dark um but i feel like the coloring like in the theater that we saw it in was perfect it was perfect and I was so, when we sat in the seat, when I say we, Sabrina couldn't have picked a better seat in the theater. It was amazing. And I just, the whole time I was watching the movie, I just kept thinking to myself that Holly is a star. She is such a star. She's made for this. And and she is so like, I don't want to say she's unassuming, an unassuming star, but like, I knew, always knew she was a talented singer, but she's just so chill and sure that I knew she would do a good job, but I do think that she knocked my socks off in her delivery because she made, she was not the Ariel that we knew from the animated series. She was a different little mermaid, but they both were the little mermaid. You know, I think she captured like this essence of like playfulness and curiosity and stubbornness that like, I think bought so much like 
life into the character. And I just was like watching her and all that. I did not feel like I was watching Holly from like Chloe and Holly. Like it was not mm-hmm. that. It was very much like this is an, a separate person. And she just, I think about doing like in that type of element, like when you were in like a CGI type of movie, a lot of your scenes you do by yourself. Yeah. Like a lot of her scenes, like I was watching videos of her, them like propelling her and like her sitting back down and like looking and smiling. And I'm like, she did this essentially just imagining what the crab would look like. And then it just has to come all together. And like, I think that obviously it speaks to her, but also has to speak to like the director and the team as well, because like, how does she know how to like, to move in this way and to look that way. She wasn't really underwater the entire time. She just did so good and brought so much emotion uh, to the movie. And also Prince Eric did good. I really wasn't paying him much attention. Like, to be honest, like it was to me, it was like the Holly show. It was the Holly Bailey show. I just was watching what she was up to, what she was wearing on the red carpet. And the guy who played Prince Eric, first of all, his little dimple was so cute. Like it was it just, so cute, and he really looked like the cartoon character. When, it, because he had that kind of dimple, but and yes. the blue eyes with the dark hair and just the outfit and the mannerisms. Because like one thing that Prince Eric did a lot in like the original animated movie was that he swung a lot. So that's what. Remember when you were talking about how there were like these cartoon aspects of it all mm-hmm. i love seeing like prince eric like swing on the ship and i also loved like to your point everybody was working everybody, everybody was, was given working. a good performance like it was this one like solo song he did and i'm gonna be honest usually in movies if the main character don't sing the song i don't care <laughs> like, <laughs> like if, i hate when they give the man a solo song i'm like i don't care the song never does it for me <laughs> except for mulan but also the main character was involved. Mm-hmm. He was jumping around and singing his heart out. And I was like, oh, I feel this. Like, this is good. He wanted to find the girl who saved him real bad. Like- yes. And I felt like he is a good boy. Like, the thing is, Prince Eric was like a sweet prince in the animated movie. But I feel like I in this movie, I really got him. Like, I yeah. feel like I really understood it. Because honestly, I didn't even, like, really pay attention to him in the animated film. Like, I just right. was like, okay, like, whatever. Handsome but, like, guy. Yeah. Exactly. I just was like, I really understood his character and I felt like this is such a good, nice boy. The chemistry was through the roof. It was through the roof. I was like, not to sound like a nerd, but I was like, oh, I shipped them. <laughs> <laughs> also like people online you know how zendaya and her boyfriend tom was it holland yeah you know how they got together um through spider-man people started putting like holly and um the guy who plays prince eric together like oh like she should leave her current boyfriend and get with him and i'm like all right after seeing the movie i'm like i kind of want that for her too Emma, i was thinking the same <laughs> They need to go together. I like I really was like, they thing. should go together. Like this is so much chemistry, y'all. This y'all not acting this good. Come on now, like come on. This was <laughs> it was so much chemistry. I felt like they loved each other. I agree. And, um, let's talk about Melissa McCarthy. Like woo-hoo. I feel like she, I feel like she did a good job. One of my friends has a different opinion, but. I what, think she, what is the opinion? I really can't see. She did an amazing job. I'm sorry, I can't say it. But. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry, I snorted. But um, <laughs> I think she did a good job. Would I have rather somebody from Broadway? Probably, but I feel like she did a good job. And like, I'm probably going to laugh at this when I say, I feel like every fat woman should have the honor to play Ursula once in her life. <laughs> well, Lizzo wanted to do it. So I feel like. I don't, the thing is, I love Lizzo, but Mm -mm. I feel like she would be good for the Broadway version. I feel like Lizzo would be good for like the live action Hercules movie with the Queen. Oh, that, yeah. Now that I can see her bringing a whole. Yeah, I'm about to say that. If y'all make that live action, don't even play. 
Y'all put already know where to go. That's how I feel. And I also feel like with Lizzo is that I wouldn't believe, she, and I, I don't, I've never seen Lizzo act, so I'm not going to deny her the range, but I just don't think she would have been as evil. Like Melissa McCarthy was nasty in that movie. I thought she did a phenomenal job. I think she, she so really, nasty. really did good. I think she was Ursula. Like, and I also like when like a character is nasty, like a deal to deal. <laughs> <laughs> she said that. I was like, oh, she is a nasty bitch. She's like, I'll take that pretty little voice of yours. I'm she like, was so Ooh. nasty. Here is like I remember I said- what she said when uh Ariel like was in love with the guy. She's ah, oh, it's too easy. <laughs> she thought she was so stupid. That is crazy. Yes, and King Triton. Oh, he was he was he kinda... was so fine. No, he oh. was sexy as fuck. He like, was Whoa. so hot. I found out that that was Penelope Cruz's husband. Oh, they married. Yes. I mean, if they're looking I for a friend, Penelope girl, I see it. I if see they it. Need, if they need help around the house, <laughs> I'm available. I really am. I'll quit my job. I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. But yeah, they. Not that they need help around the house. <laughs> yeah, like I don't care. But um, ooh. But yeah, they were also. I love the sisters. First of all. I was like, y'all know I collect dolls. So I have been dragging my feet. Well, I didn't get the I didn't get the collective edition doll because it was 150 and I'm like, oof. But um, anywho, um, I'm obviously I'm gonna stack up on my aerial dolls. But now I want there's a whole set with the sisters. I want that. They were so beautiful. No. That I was quiet as hell when they were on the screen. I was like, this is be all these women are beautiful. But, I have one qualm. I have one bone to pick. <laughs> Iman already know. I said to the video. One of my favorite things in the animated movie is when they do, like, it's our sister, Ari. They do that, and she's missing from the clamshell. I was clenching my butt cheeks waiting for that part because, like, they was all sitting near the clamshell, but it was too quiet. And in my head, I was like, damn, they not going to do it. I know. I just feel like they not going to do it. <laughs> I knew they wasn't going to do it and they didn't do it. I was so sad because that is one of my favorite parts because like, it's just so like, it's so like, it gets you excited and it gives you an insight of Ariel, like her character, like the fact yeah. that all her sisters were there and then she, they opened the clamshell um, and she wasn't there. Yeah. And like, there was like, it was anticlimactic but it kind of yeah. it, it, it led to the point but it wasn't as I want to like, know why did y'all the... take that out why did y'all also take... what'd you say I want to know why did they take that out I want to talk I want to talk why did you take that maybe it was they already spent so much money they probably was like they, <laughs> they probably <laughs> was like the hell one million dollars <laughs> over our budget already um we cannot add anything else they probably um, like the hell with it yeah the hell they they sitting pretty on clams and that's just gonna have to be enough <laughs> Um, I also felt like at first, at first, King Triton was not getting angry enough because I felt like the original King Triton, he was a hot head. He was like, so he, mean. He was scary. Like he was like scary, typical like angry big bearded dad. But this dad, he he was like kind of like quiet with his frustration. But when he got mad, it wasn't chipped when he cracked. It was shattered. Like he got mad. Yeah. Also didn't like when they killed him. Um, oh happy. my god. So in my mind, I was like I was so overwhelmed. I was so happy. I'm like, oh, I'm going to come back next weekend to see that. When that happened, I said, oh, I'm not coming to see this shit. Me and Sabrina looked at each other. Sabrina's like, it's a kids movie. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. I know it was kids Henry, but I was like, what the fuck? Because that yeah. was so traumatizing. The way they and killed then, him. He like then, disintegrated. <laughs> and then when we was in the bathroom, I don't know if you noticed, but it was this little girl. Her mom was like, did you like the movie? And she was like, no. <laughs> Her face was balled up. I'm like, that's probably the shit she was talking about. Or Ursula got scary and oh, shit. She got my God. big. She got so big. I was like, I was oh like, my. This is not funny. 
That's not funny. I was like, that was so scary. And Ima she was like, Ariel, you belong to me. And Ima, I was like, I don't like this because it seemed like nobody can beat her. But no, for real. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. I don't like when I don't understand how the villain going to die because I'm like, she beating everybody ass. She real big. She got the power. It's just Ariel uh, going up and down. And, and, and Eric, uh, he's a human. But he, I mean, he was rotten. That's he the was thing. Rotten. He, he was rotten. I'd have right. like, that's, I'd have like, that's crazy. <laughs> I'd have been like, that's, damn, the love of my life really did. <laughs> Soon as she had to fight that big ass Ursula, I'd be like, damn, I finally, she died. That's crazy. <laughs> but he jumped in and started sailing. I also didn't like the Eric mommy had no control over him. She's like, Eric. I'm like, oh, gosh. Um, but yo, yo, the movie just was so great. Like was I, so Sebastian great. was funny as shit. <laughs> yo, Sebastian was so. I'm like, yo, he was so stressed out. He was funny as shit. Like I never forget when he she picked up something. And he was a hey girl up under. <laughs> I'm like, yo, scuttle. I know people have mixed opinions <laughs> about. She ate. <laughs> she was fucking that voice acting up. I was cracking up. She, she was, said the kill? scuttle, but. <laughs> I was like, because <laughs> at first, because I had saw like a clip of the song, and I was like, all right, here he go, Lin Mel Miranda. Like, he loved this shit. Like, he had this one fucking melody that this man loved. Like, I know y'all know what I'm talking about. Yep. Like, you mm-hmm. can tell he is from theater. Like, he loves yes. that shit. He but always do work, it. I like yeah. that song he, a I, lot. But when I heard it in the movie, I was like, okay, I like it. And the thing is, I have a love-hate relationship with Lynn Mel Miranda. The thing is, I feel like if I met him, we would get along. Oh, we would definitely get along. Because we both loud and we love Disney. <laughs> so, I feel like we definitely would get along. I just am not a fan of Hamilton, but I also don't like hip-hop in that way. I don't. So, that's like, you know... But the thing is, um, he loved that. You y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about that he loved. But I did like the scuttlebutt, and I feel like that was rare. I'm like he eating good. He was uh, oh, he yeah. was smiling when I watched the behind the scenes. He was like, I'm so happy to be a part of this movie. I'm, I'm like, rich as shit. <laughs> um, I also, know he was happy as though. When Scuttle was like, "Did you kill Prince Eric yet?" It's like, girl, kiss. <laughs> He's supposed to kiss yes. Oh my god. Oh, also, that's another one. I love Kiss the Girl. I love that song. Yes. Um, and that scene was so good because in my mind, I was like, nail it, nail it. I was like, so, <laughs> so y'all yes. understand. I no, they love added some it. freaky parts to it though. Like they was dance, they was in the hood dancing with the islanders. <laughs> and Prince yeah. Eric had, had a fedora on and was getting down. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> This was they, they with the villagers getting down, dancing to reggae. Like, it was crazy. And then, on top of that, like, since when did Ariel throw hands with Vanessa? <laughs> yeah, with her ass. Oh, that's the thing. Up. That's the thing I love. Because when I was a kid, I felt like the Vanessa part was so long. Like, she was in a castle. I thought she was eating with them. Like, she was in that there for a But She was in there for so long. I'm like, it's no way. It's no way this going like when I was a kid, I'm like, it's no way. But it was so short and I loved it. Yes, it was <coughs> short. And I like that Ariel got to get to be like, give me like she got to take her voice back. She which did. was great. Which she was said, really good. Maka, maka, maka. So y'all go see the little mermaid. Um, I hope that you actually aren't listening unless you went and watched it. <laughs> that would be tragic. <laughs> we we really shared the whole movie. But it was so good. I cannot wait to see it again. It was beautiful. It was honestly my favorite of all the remakes so far. My favorite, hands down. Holly yeah. is a star. Holly Touch is a star. star. In conclusion. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's get into the sunken place, shall we? So real quick, you know, one thing we both can't stand is people who try to tell you what to do or what not to do when they have no credibility on the specific subject. Because mm-hmm. the thing like, is, I listen to people like if the, um, what was I say, if it adds up. And sometimes some people know a thing or two and they might have not been through it, but y'all know it's certain ways that people say stuff where you're like, you don't have my best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. You don't have my best interest. You saying it to be a hater. Or like, like, go ahead. I'm sorry. Like, for instance, for example, 
I, when I was like 22, I fucked up my credit really bad. And then I was able to fix it during the pandemic. And then I got messed up again. But then I was able to fix it because of the stuff I learned during the pandemic. Because I learned from somebody else who fucked up their credit in their early 20s. So I like to... Like if I'm talking to somebody younger or somebody trying to get their credit together, I like to give them advice like, oh, you could do this, you could do this, blah, blah, blah. You could do this. Um, and like, oh, this won't harm this because this and third, because I know that because of what I had gone through, even though I fucked up, I know how to get back up because I did it before. So little stuff like that. Yeah, and like I'm just even if I myself haven't gone through something, I'm just not a believer in telling other people what they can and can't do. Yeah, because like that I part. I actually don't know what people can and can't do. Only you yourself know what what you can do. So if you told me tomorrow like I want to move to Nova Scotia, right? I'm sorry. I'm not going to say, no, you can't. You shouldn't move to Nova Scotia. There are plenty of opportunities here in Philly. Blah, blah, blah. The bottom line is that you want to moves in Nova Scotia. This is your life. Mm -hmm. So you should be able to do what you want to do. And that's just my core philosophy. So if anything, just to make sure that, because I also am not a person that's going to feed into people's delusions, but I will ask you questions and help you to make decisions through question making. I mean, through question asking like, okay, cool. Well, so why do you want to move to Nova Scotia? I just really have always wanted to move to Nova Scotia. Okay, cool. So like, what's your plan? Like, and I'm not asking you to trip you up, but to help you like figure it out, to talk through it. And you know, if I can offer you anything, it's great, but I'm not going to tell you what you can and can't do, especially if I haven't done it before. You may know something that I don't, but I find with me, that people are always like um this is oh you shouldn't do this or if i were you i would do but it's like now i don't do that to other people like if you say you want to do something i I support why is it that when i want to do something everybody feel like this is a group decision making process it's really not and i also feel like Given my history, I'm not a perfect person, obviously, but I am somebody who is known for pretty good decision making. So I feel like that should my reward should be people never fucking questioning anything that I have to say about yeah, my future. Yeah, no, I agree. Because who cares about my future more than me? Who's more invested in me than me? Yeah. Who's gotten me here? Who, who, who? It's just like you do shit that other people can't do, then all of a sudden they the expert like. Okay, show me your podcast that's been running for X amount of years. You show me that. Like, you show me the things I've already done. It's like, now, I be trying to be humble, but I feel like sometimes in being humble, people forget. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. I feel like the same, like, the craziest decision, like, me personally, I've ever made was, like, maxing off my credit card with, like, no job. But I'm like, who died? And I fixed it. And it's you who had to deal with it too. Like you deal with it, you fix it. And it's like your business. But I just think that sometimes people, it's like a friend told me before that when someone puts, um, like if you say, I want to move to Nova Scotia and people be like, if you move to Nova Scotia, you're going to get hooked on drugs and get kidnapped and die. All that tells you is what they think would happen to them. Yeah, yeah, because like people like, for instance, like the places that you know I want to go to, people are like, oh, that's going to be so expensive. It's like I know I'm not thinking I'm going to go to like a major city and spend a hundred dollars on rent. Like I'm not dumb. Like why would I think that? Like I know it's going to be expensive, and I know it's going, it's not going to be easy. But I'm like, what's easier? Like, I mean, what is harder is doing something that I don't want to do and not live in my dreams. That's yeah. going to be the harder thing. For sure. Or like when I was like in the process of thinking about buying a house, people were just like, you know, a house going to be a lot of responsibility. Like fucking duh. Who everybody knows that buying a house is <laughs> a lot of work. So everybody else can own a house, hundreds of millions of people around the world. But for some reason, I'm all of a sudden not going to be able to do it. And I just feel like when people tell me that things are hard, sometimes I just be shaking my head like, you fool. Of course it's hard. You fool. Like, of course it's not going to be easy. So should I just never do anything? Like, the logic don't be logicking to me. Like, what? so what do you suggest? That I never take a chance. 
Did I never give it a try? And it's like, when you really start breaking down what the alternatives are and maybe what you're just like, you're just fucking talking out the side of your neck. And if I really were, um, somebody who listened to you, I wouldn't be cut out for the things that I want in my life. So I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not going to, you know, breathe life into any of the things that you're sharing with me because you're scared. And like, you can't, you can't get what you want and move in fear at the same time. You got to pick a side. Yeah, my dad always said it. Yeah, you get one or the other. Exactly. So I'm like, um, yeah, like, gotta bless. Yeah, especially, I'm sorry, it really bothers me when it comes to love advice. Because people will be trying to tell you what to do, or who to date, who to be with. But it's like, but didn't your husband do X, Y, Z to you? And it's like... Maybe you feel like because you went through that, now you have all this advice to share. But some of us just know that already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <sighs> In conclusion, only give advice if you are credible to give advice or if you are a type of person who can lead people to help people by asking questions and being supportive. Mm-hmm. All right. So common senses. Let's get into judging people, right? So <laughs> for years... I know I have been trying to not judge people. I have tried to be like, well, you never know. Well, you never know. Well, maybe, maybe that this, this person, uh, has like, you know, a a kid with seven people because, you know, this thing happened or maybe this person is mean because this thing happened in childhood. Or maybe this person is like chaotic because they need some understanding. And then you start to learn through life that like sometimes shit is exactly what it seems to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nothing deeper. Yeah. Nothing and not, deeper. Not to sound like a doomsday prepper, but sometimes if you don't judge people accordingly, they will kill you. <laughs> Dead ass. They will I know kill that, you. I know that went very left, but no, it's true. And who is your, you got a question, who is your responsibility to? And to which levels? Like, when, when is it a time to say, yeah, I'm not going to judge this person? Mm-hmm. And when is it a time to say, I need to judge this person for my, the sake of my life? Because I feel like when there are moments where people shouldn't judge, they do. And when there are mm-hmm. moments where they should judge, they don't. Like, like, people be judging people's sexuality. It's like, no, you should really be judging how they, how was this person in their last relationship and how did they treat their kids? Like, yeah. if they are a parent. Like, how, like, let's judge that exactly exactly or people be judging folks because like they haven't come from money which is not something anybody can like choose it just kind of happens but then they don't judge people who like are rich but use their money in in ways that are super i said um, (laughs) and in ways that are super like selfish you know, mm-hmm. like that, like, oh, they don't give to anybody. They're all about protecting their own wealth. They don't um, support anybody, help, help anybody. They are tit for tat. They're not generous with their friends. Like, it's like they'll never question that or they'll mm-hmm. question if trigger warning, somebody decided to get like an abortion, but they won't question people who don't take care of their kids or they don't judge people who don't take care of their kids. So I just feel like there's never the right, way to judge but i think as we've gotten older we're realizing that like it's not so bad to be judgmental so towards certain people and not everybody deserves understanding so let's get into why we were trying so hard not to be judgmental in the past like why did that mean so much um for me i was just trying to understand because i come from like my life isn't perfect but I am surrounded by a lot of love, like, constantly. And I don't know how it feels to have, like, the first, like, you know, like, a parent to, like, not love you or treat you a certain way. And so I feel like since I have been so fortunate in that way, I it's my job to be understanding to people who may not have experienced that. And in return, in some instances, it's usually with men, um, that it's, You know, they are who they are and you cannot love somebody well or like, you know, you know, um, just try to be like, well, maybe like sometimes you have to call a spade a spade. Like if somebody act in this way, it's like, all right, you are a certain you're an adult now. Like you need to learn how to navigate 
uh, without hurting people because you were hurt when you were a child, you know? Um, So you just have to, like, now I'm more aware of that. Um, More aware of that and not saying, like, oh, like, you know, being, like, very lenient. I'm just, like, called, like this is how it is like you cannot if somebody has like say like violent or like very aggressive behaviors they that rarely changes in adulthood and if it does change you are going to be the punching bag um to help them change so you're not going to leave unscarred so sometimes you gotta call it like it is and be like oh well i'm so sorry i just cannot help this person i gotta um, back away and also I didn't want to be judged um for certain things either so I'm like okay if I'm more open-minded than that uh but the crazy thing is people will ju- <laughs> people will judge you on some stuff yeah trying will. to save them yeah <laughs> like the thing I get judged the most on is the fact that I don't have children and I'm 31 and I want to wait there's a certain like I want my children to have a swing set, a big yard. I want, when the weather is bad, I want them to be able to still go to the playground because we got it. We got a playground in the back. That's what I want. I want their life to be perfect, and it will be. I'm make sure that. And when you say stuff like that, some people, I guess, take it as an attack, and yeah. then that's when they flip it on you and then judge you and then try to make you feel bad. Oh, you're going to be old. You're going to be this and the third. And it's like, yo, I wasn't judging you. And then here you go judging me because I want to make responsible choices. Right. Or the decisions that make the most sense to you. Cause it's yeah. like, I know that you don't give a shit if somebody is a parent now or people can parent differently. Yeah, I don't it's, care. And I love it's just when people are shitty parents and then they be like wanting you to be in the same situation as them. And we can all define being a shitty parent differently, but it's just like that. I, I want to be clear now that I'm older. I don't give a fuck if what I say I want offends you because it is what I want. I am not saying it to offend you. I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad, but Shouldn't I have a space to be honest when talking about my life and what I want? I got to lie. I got to tell you that I want something different to, to to honor your feelings. And I feel like this kind of goes back to that, like, oh, I was, you're not judging, you being understanding. It's like, but what about my truth? Yeah, <laughs> what about right. what I want? What about the life I want that I need to speak truth into? Otherwise, I won't have it. I have to be honest. This is what I want. This is not to spite anybody else, but I don't want that. I don't. Exactly. Exactly. You have to go with the things that make you happy. Like I can, in my mind, I see that swing set. I see exactly how I would like the playground to be. And I'm like, if that's not tangible for me, then I'm like, I, cause it's so important. I mean, obviously it's not just a swing set, but I'm like, that kind of stuff is so important to like developmentally, like, you know, children and stuff like that. And I'm like, I have all this free time. I have a chance to study. And I'm like, you don't want me to study? Like, you don't want me to do that? Like, you don't want me to do that? You're mad because I want to study? Yeah, it's just, it's something else how people can get and, like going back to like why like we were fighting so hard against the judgment. I just never wanted to hurt nobody's feelings. Yeah. That's what it came down to. Like I always was like, I don't want to make anybody feel bad about their existence. I don't want to make anybody feel bad about their decision making. <laughs> I don't want anyone to feel shameful. And I still don't want people to feel shameful. But I think that sometimes in trying to understand other people, it became like a bit of a burnout to myself, you know, and like trying to get it. And also mm-hmm. just being younger, you can't predict where things will go. You know, you really just when you're young and you're experiencing everything for the first time and you are just idealistic and you have good intentions, you're just like, OK, this person I want to be kind to them. And maybe if I'm kind to them and show them love that they haven't received anymore, I'm making a difference. Like I'm holding up my end of the bargain. But then you start to realize that it's not that simple. 
it's usually quite complicated. You can't simply be like, I'm not going to judge you. I'll be kind to you. And then reverse everybody's experiences. And that's not my responsibility to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, I think through working at the school and learning that like, I am here to support, not save. I will always, I will never like make somebody feel like a a terrible person unless they did something that's on my complete no-no list. Mm -hmm. Right. Like if you just say you are making different lifestyle choices from me, like I'm not going to make you feel bad, but I'm no longer opening myself up to be like a friend to you because I'm like, these decisions, this doesn't align with my values. Mm -hmm. Like that's my new way of understanding. Like if we can go any further, if what you do don't align to my natural values, just who I am, just who I am without trying, then I don't, why, why should we continue to grow closer to each other? Well, mm-hmm. our values are not aligned. Our mm-hmm. values are mismatched. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work. I feel like now that I'm 30 years old, I've seen a situation crumble over and over and over again. Those experiences are what I'd like to call data now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I will absolutely be judging based on a certain circumstances because I'm tired and it's like, Who's going to lift me up when I'm burnt out from dealing with people? Mm-hmm. Who's going to make me feel better? Like there were guys in the past I used to always date and I'm like, okay, he got, yeah, he got a kid. Yeah. His baby mom and him don't talk no more, but like, it's okay. Now me and him could build something healthy. No fucking way. I'm sorry. No way. There's no way that somebody like me who has a whole different set of values as it relates to family even if you have a child, you should be healthily co-parenting with that person. I don't care. Like make it work or don't all of a sudden make her a villain now when all of two years ago, she was good enough to have a child with. Yeah. Like, I like what? That, that doesn't mm-hmm. make sense to me. That decision making don't make sense to me. And I'm never, I don't, I'm not, uh, a judge or a jury to say if you're a good person or a bad person, but I can say it don't make sense to me. I don't want to proceed. That's it. It's not about if you're good or bad. That's beyond my control. I'm never going to appoint somebody really good or bad. I'm just going to say, no, I don't want to deal with you that I have a right to. I feel like I've just feel like I've been reclaiming my time and not dealing with shit that I know is not going to work. Mm-hmm. Yep. People That's- always hanging their head on not judging. Like I don't judge. Maybe you should start <laughs> judging. That's not a good thing. It's really not because you be going. What um, what uh, what Ariel say? I got who's it and what's it's galore. You be dealing with who's it and what's it galore, <laughs> galore. <laughs> and it's like sometimes it's about a peek into people's decision making. Like mm-hmm. when you watching people, like sometimes when people be like sharing their decision making i be in shock i really yeah. just be in shock like listening to yeah, <laughs> I be gay. What they they'll be like so like this happened so i moved in with this person i don't know we start fighting <laughs> I, punched, I, I punched her mom in the face her brother came da 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 everybody came to try and fight me <laughs> I'm like, how did you end up in this situation like, why did you end up? Why you punched his mom? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You said that. I was, <laughs> that's really how people be. You go like, oh. And you be listening because it's just like, first of all, I know I be looking uptight as shit. <laughs> even I know exactly what face you be doing. You can't even hide it. I be looking like Kamala Harris when people tell me stories like that. I be having my hand on my chin. I'm like, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just like it's there's levels to this shit. Like sometimes people will tell me like a funny ass story of like something chaotic that happened and I, I don't feel like, oh, you're unsafe. Like Or they'll be like, I know I was tripping. Like it's I know a, I was tripping. But yeah. like when people be thinking they right in the stuff, you be like, What the hell? Or it's just like how it be it be dirty to me like things people say they do, and I'm like, What the fuck are you doing this for? Like you don't know that this this is bad. <laughs> Yeah, I just can't even articulate it. It's just like, it's just be a whole other level of things people admit. And I'm like, you giving me a peep into like what you think is okay. I do have like, 
We, me and Sabri share friends who do crazy shit that is funny. That it's just like, are you living your life? Like you living your life. And we, I guess that's up to every individual person to decide what's acceptable Mm -hmm. decision making and what you should judge on. But I feel like I just stick to social norms. (laughs) Yeah. If it's it's taboo, then it's taboo for a reason. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Like, you definitely want... Once the cops get involved, I'm like, whoa, (laughs) what the hell? Once the the cops and the coke is involved, I just be like, uh, Uh -uh. I don't know if I can relate anymore. (laughs) Like, I'm trying to listen. Like, it's one thing being like, all right, I got flued out. I got flued out. This person did this. We did that. We hung out. Because I'm like, okay, that's risky. Some people might judge you for that. But in my book, that's not that much. Ooh, what happened when you got flued out? Like, what, what, you know, what'd you do? (sighs) Yeah. To each his own. But I'm definitely judging more and most importantly, trusting my judge of character. I think that's what this is all about. Like, I'm trusting my judge of character before I questioned it because I'm like, that's mean. That's rude. That's mean to shut this person down. That's mean to say that I won't be, uh, I won't date a guy because he has a kid. Or that's mean to say I won't date a guy because he was married. I don't, my judge, I don't want to. So why can't I just trust why I don't want to and not be afraid of looking like the bad guy? You're going to always be the bad guy to somebody. Mm -hmm. So who gives a fuck? Just do what you feel is best. Exactly. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) So what? (laughs) So what? So what? That's how I feel. Remember that song, So What, by Sierra? Oh, I ran that song into the ground. That was a good-ass song. I used song. to be in a computer room like, So What, uh, at school. <laughs> the fact that she was fucking it up, the answer to that song. I just didn't like the rap part. I just like Sierra's part. <laughs> I love Sierra's part, but I like those guys. They had another song that I had, like, Sick of Being Lonely. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was, no, that was a good-ass song. Every night while my man. First of all, I love songs. <laughs> I love songs. This is my like my man. <laughs> I love this so much. <laughs> you know what I love in songs? Me and my girls. <laughs> me and my girls in the club. Anytime it's referenced to me oh and my, my girls, I love it. She said, "My man is out with his homies." <laughs> What a time. What a motherfucking time. Oh my God, I love this so much. Y'all, that's it for this week's episode. We got it all in. Little mermaid talk segments, all that. Honestly, we kind of went the whole show. I know. I can continue to talk about the Little Mermaid. If y'all please write us if you've seen the movie, let us know what you think. Um, You can write us on the emails at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. You can also write us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. You can write us on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. You can also talk to us on our personal socials. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Imam on Twitter at It's Matei. Um, and you can find me at It's Frankenfem on Instagram and Frankenfem underscore on Twitter. Oh, and It's Frankenfem also on TikTok. Wonderful. And also, y'all, we are cooking up some more exclusive Patreon content. So if you're not already part of the Patreon community, you definitely are going to want to join the Patreon community because we got some fun things coming up. It's a pay as you wish model so you can pay what you wish. Um, You can also find out our business. So do you want to know what we eat in? we dating how we feeling every once in a while we just drop our business down on the patreon (laughs) but um yeah i said whoa now but um also thank y'all so much like that really helps that helps us um pay for our studio fees and for our the soundcloud fee because we have like the premium whatever it's called and we have to pay for it but yeah thank y'all so much that helps with all this Yes, indeed. We love y'all dearly. So that's it, y'all. That's the show. Bye.